Hi, I'm Youssef Aknik. I'm a coach at Youssefit Amsterdam. Join me on my Instagram. I'm also one of the referees at Glory. And you're now listening to Pro Sports Podcasters. We are the Pro Sports Podcasters, where no sport is left behind. It's time for another episode of the Pro Sports Podcasters with your hosts, Nee Wallace-Bruce, Corbert Durand, and Justin Williams. On this podcast, we have guests from all over the world covering every sport from artistic gymnastics to weightlifting. We are something for every sports fan on PSP. Whether your interests are the athletes playing the game, the coaches, or the media, we've got you covered. Fun and informative, honest and engaging. You won't want to miss a single episode. So let's kick this off. Welcome back to the Pro Sports Podcasters. My name is Kobe Ron. You guys know me as Kobe, and this is, of course, the Friday Fight Show. And today we've got a gentleman joining us from across the pond from the Netherlands, the heart of kickboxing in the world. And he's not only a coach when it comes to kickboxing, but he's also a referee with glory. So he's in the mix. We'll get the full details of what goes into a kickboxing tournament and also What's going on with Glory these days? I'd like to introduce you to Yusuf Aknik. Yusuf, how are you? Thank you. Yes, I'm fine. Thank you for having me. I'm fine. Thank you. Thanks for joining us, buddy. Thanks for joining us. But before we get into what you're doing now, let's talk a little bit about the past. What got you interested in kickboxing to begin with? Well, I was a little kid when I started kickboxing. In the Netherlands, the most people start with soccer, also me. I was playing soccer, we call it football around here. Mm-hmm. And uh, after a few years, I uh, I made first a step to karate and after I went uh, kickboxing. And when I started kickboxing, I was sold. Uh, from then on, uh, I kept on uh, practicing the sport. Uh, I was at the age of 10 or 11 when I started. Uh, at that time, kickboxing was uh, really different than nowadays. Uh, kickboxing without low kicks, without knees. And later on, we started uh, the Muay Thai, and from Muay Thai, we we went back to kickboxing, but with knees and uh, but without elbows. So I started at a, at a young age. I, I was I was about ten or eleven when I started. Okay, now you are of Moroccan descent, correct? Yes, correct. Are Are you born in the Netherlands or born there? I was born in Amsterdam, here in the Netherlands, yeah. Okay, because I mean, you're talking about, you, you mentioned football or soccer in both yeah. the Netherlands and Morocco. And Morocco's coming up. Man. Yeah, really, yeah. Like uh, previous World Cup, we were the, the fourth in the game. So uh, a really historical World Cup for, 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 for the Moroccans over here and over around the world. So For sure, for sure. Now, as you, had inten- you know, mentioned, you started at like, the age of 11, so... Early on, I mean, K1 was the promotion back then, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, it was. Yeah, K1 was really big at at uh, at a time, and everybody was was watching the K1. We all had the video games of the K1. We were watching <laughs> on the television. Yeah, but uh, yeah, at that time I was still in my fighting career, and I I hoped I I could be. Uh, in one of these tournaments, uh, I didn't make it, <laughs> but uh, it was really big, really big. And uh, yeah, nowadays it's glory. Yeah, it's it's. Uh, I, I think uh, at least uh, the, uh, I think bigger than than K one was at that uh, at that time. I think so as well. Now, who yeah. were your favorite kickboxers growing up? Who'd you idolize? 
I really, I, I, I was a really fan of of a lot of fighters. Uh, the Dutch fight fighters in the K1, uh, yeah, they were, uh, yeah, like leading uh, in, in the tournaments. And uh, at that time, fighters like uh, Peter Arts, uh, Sam Schild, Badrhari, uh, uh, Remy Bonjaski, uh, Saki, all, all different names, but all from the Netherlands and. Uh, uh, one by one, very uh, they made history for the Dutch kickboxing, and uh, we still nowadays talk about them. And it is about I don't know how how many years ago, and still people are uh, uh, remembering these fights because it was really big at that time. Yeah, Ernesto host Peter Art Semschild, yeah, he, he was that big, and nobody could could. Uh, he was a really tough opponent for everybody. So yeah, it, it was a really big, a good time for kickboxing, for the Dutch kickboxing at that time. Yeah, we, they were leading. Uh, so I, we, we, um, I had a lot of, lot of people uh, I, look, uh, I look up to, but I was really also a fan, not only because of, I am a Moroccan, but Badr Hari, he, yeah, he, he, always, uh, he always got the fire in the fights. Uh, there was always, it was always spectacular. There was, there was always something happening in his fights, although he never won the K1 tournament, I guess. Uh, but he brought always fire into the ring, and I, I yeah, I like uh, these kind of fights, these kind of fighters. So uh, yeah, but not only a fan of of only Badrhari, but yeah, so many fighters I uh, I look up to. Now, as a referee and as a kickboxing coach based out of the Netherlands, something you hear across all promotions, and I'm not just talking about kickboxing promotions, I'm talking about mixed martial arts promotions as well, is people refer to the Dutch kickboxing style. You've, you've, you've mentioned a number of times already. What separates Dutch kickboxing from traditional kickboxing? What, what is the Dutch kickboxing style in your, your, by your definition? I think, I think uh, some of the techniques uh, which were... Uh from the beginning started as Muay Thai and later on uh, uh, mixed up with with kickboxing like um, um, there were some 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 Dutch people uh, like Tom Haring went to went to Thailand and brought Muay Thai over here and for later on Muay Thai got mixed up with other martial arts I think the difference is some kind of techniques and some kind of movement movements which separates from 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 other kickboxing styles I think I think some of the techniques and and the movements, yeah, I think that's that's the really uh, main difference. Now, it's been that way for quite some time. Dutch kickboxers have been dominant for it seems from the very beginning. I have Dutch heritage when my father's from the Netherlands, he's Flemish actually. But mm -hmm. why do you think it's been able to like what makes the Dutch style so successful? <laughs> It's a good question. Um, I, I think uh, it, it, it started really early and it never stopped. So uh, uh, we kept on practicing and we we kept on getting better and better and better. So if if we had stopped fighting and had to start over again, I think we would have a, a delay in our uh, improvements. But uh, I think we we we. Uh, we made a lot of progress during the the years we started until now, but to be honest, there there's a lot of things changing at the moment, and um, 
it's, uh, because the kickboxing world is getting better and bigger, uh, there are all uh, there are now coming new rules with with uh, with uh, the uh, for, for the organizations. And uh, one rule which is going to make uh, another good difference for the Netherlands is that normally you could fight uh, with punches and kicks to the head from from the from the age of sixteen. Okay. Later it was seventeen, and now uh, it is eighteen. I think when you start punching and kicking on the head from eighteen, you're going to move. Uh, you're going to lose it. Uh, to the rest of the world because uh, they start a bit earlier, uh, so you, you're you're losing uh, at the moment uh, a lot of time with with the rest of the world. So there are a lot of things changing in the Netherlands. Some things is uh, are good and getting better, but uh, some things uh, I have also my questions about that. If if it's if it's going to be better for yeah for 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 the Dutch kickboxing style. Now, I've been around kickboxing and around like mixed martial arts from the beginning of mixed martial arts. And of course, previous to that, kickboxing was even bigger. And I mean, I would say, and I think a lot of people would agree with me, that kickboxing had sort of a peak and mixed martial arts took away from it. But it looks like things are reverting back to how it used to be in that mixed martial arts and the popularity of it has now increase the popularity of kickboxing because people like striking so much would you say that's the that's true yeah it could be i think it depends on where you are in some kind of uh, countries i think the mixed martial arts it's it's bigger than the kickboxing uh, stage but uh, kickboxing is winning a lot of popularity we have now big organizations like uh, glory and one uh, you see a lot of kickboxing fights coming by, uh, really spectacular. Uh, I think I think there oh, we are with the, the kickboxing world is coming back. We we uh, I think you now let's call it we were sleeping a little bit and the mm -hmm. MMA uh, uh, yeah got bigger and bigger. Uh, at the end, also money is an it's a it's a very important thing. If you have more money, then you can get bigger uh, uh, quicker. But but kickboxing is making a comeback. We we are growing. We are getting there. If you see, like in the Netherlands only, uh, let's say a few years ago, when when I was really uh, surprised when I was uh, in a in a in a football in a soccer stadium and uh, Butter was fighting uh, Rico, and I was at that time still was the uh, I was not a referee with with Gloria. I was there in the audience just sitting. And I was looking at, at the crowd. And, uh, there was about 35,000 people watching a kickboxing fight. And that was really impressive because for a, for a small country as the Netherlands, uh, a full stadium, 35,000, uh, between 30 and 35,000 people watching a, a kickboxing fight. Well, that was really, yeah, for me, uh, really a, a big happening because for me, it was the first time, I think it was the first time in the Netherlands having so many people watching a kickboxing event. So, yeah, for, for in the Netherlands, we are growing and growing. There are, uh, the television is uh, involved. Uh, everybody wants to do kickboxing. Let's say only in my lesson, I have people training with me, really different kind of people. Everybody loves to do, not everybody, a lot of people love to do kickboxing. Uh, not only the, uh, those who wants to get in the ring, but 
yeah, uh, a lot of different kind of people. So yeah, kickboxing in the Netherlands and during the uh, 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 towards the whole world is getting big, uh, bigger and bigger. It's making a comeback. Do you think it helps that, especially for Glory, that former fighters like like Israel Adesanya, like Alex Pereira, having such success in mixed martial arts and the UFC is primarily where it's such a huge market and you've got yeah. former greats like Mirko Krokop and Anderson Silva, mm-hmm. Alistair Overeem. I mean, when they were fighting for some of the big mixed martial arts promotions, you didn't hear so much about the kickboxing background. Mm-hmm. You didn't, it yeah. wasn't really promoted. Whereas now it's like everyone knows who glory is because of, guys like Alex Pereira and Israel Asani, yeah. do you think their success in, in mixed martial arts is helping build the Glory brand? Uh, I think it helps, yeah, for sure, because uh, we all, everybody knows how big UFC is, mm-hmm. and uh, a lot of people watch the UFC, is really big to, uh, uh, through the whole world. So if somebody fights at UFC and people know they were fighters at Glory, Glory is going to be mentioned. It's going to be heard, and uh, that's good for the name for Glory. So I think, yeah, it's a good, yeah, free commercial for for Glory on yeah. and, and for kickboxing, and and more if they also uh, 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 give good fights in the UFC, because if if they come from Glory and they got only losses in the UFC, that's not a good promotion, but. Yeah, they come from they came from Glory both. They gave some good fights in the UFC. Glory is mentioned. Kickboxing is mentioned. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. It, it can do even better. It's, it's, it, yeah, it's, it's a good, it's a good one for Glory and for kickboxing. Now you're you're a kickboxing coach. Why do you think it yeah. is that kickboxers have so much success in mixed martial arts? Because kickboxing uh, is a part of martial art and uh, and a really important part because uh, you you uh, always start up standing. Yeah, uh, so many people uh, who were because uh, in the past everybody started with kickboxing before they made the step to martial arts. Nowadays it's different because nowadays people uh, start directly with martial arts, yes. but still they have to train. Still they have to train the standing. Uh, the standing fight, and and that's why they go to uh, the big kickboxing uh, clubs here in the Netherlands or through the world. But but yeah, the the standing fights, uh, the kickboxing, the Muay Thai or or, or, or karate uh, is part of the mixed martial arts and a very important part. Uh, just like the, the 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 wrestling or the the the, the other things which you need during a, a mixed martial um, martial art uh, fight. Now, you had mentioned how the rules are changing in the Netherlands, right? They're going to go to the age of 18 before you can do strikes to the head. Yes. Here in Canada, for the longest time, kickboxing, you couldn't have professional kickboxing tournaments. Very few places even allow it. But we've had some successful kickboxers. And that's when I think Glory, I think Simon Vargas, I think Gabriel Varga, right? Uh-huh. Where do you think Canada will fit in, in the greater scheme of things when it comes to kickboxing yeah to be honest i don't know the the world of kickboxing in, in canada i know that you you have some fighters but yeah you you have to uh, make it bigger in canada before you come to 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 the rest of the world i have i guess a lot of canadian fighters go to to the to america to to the 
to the nearest countries to train and uh, some of them come to Europe. To be honest, I don't know the, the kickboxing world in Canada, how it is nowadays. And uh, you don't hear that much of the kickboxing in Canada or, right. or MMA. Now, which, which nations do you think are growing kickboxing right now? Now, uh, uh, let's say uh, Europe, the, the countries around the Netherlands, let's say France or, or, or Germany also nowadays, but also the, the Eastern European countries like Romania. Now, uh, next week I'm, I'm going to, Bulga uh, to Bulgaria to, to referee the, the, the event where Badr Hadi is also fighting. They are uh, bit by bit getting stronger and getting better because they're getting fights at, at uh, organizations like Glory. So also in Europe, uh, I think Europe is really getting bigger. The, all, uh, uh, a lot of countries in Europe, let's say the, the, the neighbor countries of the Netherlands, are, are getting bigger and bigger nowadays. Uh, and also because of Glory, because they are giving them an opportunity to fight in a big, on a big stage like this. Yeah, like this. I think I think Europe is getting better. Okay, would you consider, or does Glory consider One FC their primary competitor? Uh, it, it would be nice uh, uh, if they compare competed to to each other, but it's a different kind of fighting because in One FC I see a lot of fighters fights with with elbows and with uh, uh, really like the Muay Thai like we know it uh, from the past. Yeah. Uh, and glory is more the K1 kickboxing, but it would uh, it would be nice if they would compete compete with each other and make a tournament out of that. Out of that. Let's say uh, one time uh, at Glory and then another time uh, at One FC. It would be really nice. Let's uh, let's see who's, who has the biggest and the best fighters in the world. That would be awesome. Actually, I would love to see yeah. that. Now, where where does uh, where does Infusion fit in? Infusion, let's say Infusion is a big, a little, little, little uh, sister of or or or, or uh, brother of uh, of Glory. Uh, infusion is I have uh, did a lot of uh, Infusion of uh, fights, refereed a lot of fights at Infusion, and Infusion is really getting bigger and bigger and bigger. They have uh, really good events and a lot of events they started once uh, a while ago uh, a cooperation with with glory and they stopped at the, at a, at a time mm -hmm. uh, what there what exactly happened i don't know but uh, infusion uh, said we we're going to go on uh, on our own but uh, infusion is like a little bit smaller than glory glory is a bit bigger and uh, let's say in the netherlands we have glory is the biggest and after glory it comes infusion Okay, so would you say Infusion is more of a proving ground? Like, are, are fighters trying to make a name for themselves there and maybe sign with Glory? Yeah, it's, 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 that's definitely uh, what's going on at the moment. I know the, the headman of Infusion, there is, now a fight, uh, there is now a fighter who came from Infusion and got a, a, um, a contract at Glory, and that's how they want to do uh how do how how they uh, want to cooperate the the fighters at infusion if they uh give big fights over there and do good fights and win they can earn a contract at at glory that's the the cooperation uh, at the moment bet us sportsbook is your ultimate destination for online betting with sports betting live betting racebook online slots and online casino it's available across the us and canada 
Use the code PSP to receive a massive sign-up bonus. Okay, now something I've noticed, and this is more a mixed martial arts problem, but I want to ask a little bit on the kickboxing side of things. I've noticed that promotions like the UFC, Bellator, they're now having issues signing fights with fighters from the same fight camps, right? There's there's only so mm-hmm. many fight camps to go around at top level MMA. Yeah. That's not the case with kickboxing, but but does Glory have any kind of issue with, say, top gyms in the Netherlands or no? No. Let's say Mike's gym. Mike's gym is one of the biggest uh, gyms which uh, who has fighters at, at uh, Glory. And previous time, I was a referee of... Uh, 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 Tarek Osado uh, versus uh, uh, Plazibat, and both are from my gym, so they are uh, uh, training partners. So I think if you uh, only look at my gym, mm-hmm. uh, people go to my gym because they can, uh, can earn a, a glory contract. Because if you train at my gym and you do it good at the gym, then you can get an opportunity to fight at glory. Yeah, you'll get noticed. Yeah. So Mike, let's say Mike, or nowadays also Said, uh, SB gym, where Badrari also went uh, for a while. Uh, those gyms ha- have a lot of, they have a lot of fighters uh, in the glory ring. And uh, only Mike has, uh, I don't know, so many fighters in the glory ring. And also fightings, uh, also fighters competing with each other in the tournament, Let's pre- uh, like previous time. So, the, like the the winner between Plazibat and Osaro would uh, is uh, would have earned the fight against Rico, and that is now Osaro, and uh, that's where the the at that moment uh, uh, my my colleague uh, Edward got knocked down in the fight, mm-hmm. and I, I had to come in for the last two rounds. The the, the referee got knocked uh, knocked down. Yeah. Okay, so that leads me to the next thing I want to ask you a little bit about. So, how how did you get into refereeing kickboxing? Well, I was I was in my fighting career, and I was uh, already thinking about what if uh, I get old <laughs> and mm-hmm. I stop fighting. Uh, what 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 I'm gonna do? I want to uh, stay involved in the kickboxing scene. Uh, you can do that in different ways. Uh, you can be a trainer, you can be a referee, a judge, uh, so many things. But uh, well, I said, yeah, uh, somebody asked me, uh, if you want to start judging, come and you can get paid. Not that much, but yeah, uh, just for fun. Well, I started judging. And from uh, judging, I said, yeah, for me, it's uh, better to stand in the ring. I don't like sitting on a, on a, on a chair, watching a fight and, and scoring points. I wanted to be in the ring as a referee. And... Then I got some fights, and from then on, I uh, stayed as a referee. It's, it's more than 20 years ago when I, when I started as a referee, because during my fighting career, I was both. Once I was a fighter in the ring, and the other day I was uh, a referee. Yeah. And from then on, I did so many fights, and nowadays in glory. Now, who pays you? Does glory pay you, or does a commission pay you? No, uh, uh, the, 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 the kickboxing organization. So the kickboxing organization gets paid by glory and the organization pays the, the referees. And how far ahead do you, will you know if you're going to be refereeing a match? Yeah, a match not because uh, the match, uh, uh, at glory, uh, I heard at, at, uh, at the event, 
which fight I'm going to be the referee. So the, the thing uh, with Glory is you never hear that uh, early if you're in, uh, if you're going to be there. And uh, also the fights you're gonna ref uh, you're gonna referee you don't know until until you're there at the event the day uh, at the at uh, where the fights at and and then we we sit before before we start we sit with each other and then we hear from the supervisor who will do which fight so you find out last minute yeah really last minute yeah yeah <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you never know. You never know before. Okay, so what's the most difficult thing you you think there is of being a referee? What's the most challenging thing? Now, uh, a lot of things are challenging and and difficult, but making good calls because uh, you have to react at the moment. And uh, we also we uh, everybody knows how how big glory is. There is television. There are so many people watching. watching. Yeah. Yeah. There, there is so so many things involved. You don't want to make a mistake. And let's say one of the rules they changed the rule at the moment was the standing eight count. It's a difficult uh, rule mm -hmm. because they say they said because they changed the rule. Uh, as long as somebody standing on his feet and prote protecting himself, you cannot count. But if you come in between, you have to stop it. Or you have to stop the fight. So that is for the referee uh, a really important thing. When will you come in? Uh, and yeah. and that kind of calls is for a referee because you have to think about the safety of the fighter, but also the belongings, uh, about everything. You cannot just stop a fight like that. So uh, calls like this for a referee are really difficult. Uh, but as a referee, I have to. Yeah, be aware of the cameras, uh, be aware of, of, of the mic, be aware of so many things because there is television, there, there are the crowd, uh, uh, about 10, 20,000 people watching you. Uh, and you have to be, uh, be sharp, make good calls and, and be aware of the rules. And yeah, that, that is a really important thing. You don't want to make uh, mistakes at, uh, yeah, at this big, uh, big stage. Now, I've looked back through some of the fights you've refereed. You've refereed some very high-profile fights. Yes. Do you get a fair amount of hate on social media after fights are completed? Yes. <laughs> uh, but, I, but, but, but I stopped reading them. <laughs> yeah, because, because, because on social media, people don't know, don't know the rules. That's right. I see, some, I see so many... So many uh, uh, comments. I think you don't. You, what, what 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 are you saying? You don't even know how it works. And uh, yeah, like like uh, he didn't count uh, at the round, uh, at the good time. Uh, the, the, the the fighter is, was getting killed, and uh, and uh, he was too late as a referee. No, I was not too late because that is what the rules are. As long as somebody is standing on his feet. And protecting himself, uh, yeah. Then it's not for me at that moment the time to count until he gets down. But I can come in if I think these punches are really that hard and it's really not doing anything, and and he's not going to fight back anymore. Yeah, mm. then it's for me the time to 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 step in and stop the fight. But yeah, it's that's a really difficult call. When will you step in as a referee? and call the fight out 
and uh, or, or, or 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 wait or wait for the right moment and uh, yeah so many people like i had i had a fight uh, at glory and it was Sirkan from uh, at that time as Belgium versus uh, i forgot his name an american guy okay and uh, he he got him really hard the american guy was really uh, had wobbly legs and uh, was really uh, getting some real punches but he was still standing and his guard was up and uh, i was really watching uh, when when do i step in oh he's he's he's, uh, he's still standing he's still standing at one moment the circle uh, got down his guard with with one hand and gave him a hook mm-hmm. and then he got knocked down at that moment i started counting and he got up but he was not ready to continue the fight so i said no stop yeah. But on this fight, because it was not the beginning uh, at Glory with me, but it was a while ago. So I, at that time, I was r- reading sometimes some comments. Yeah, a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I stopped. I stopped doing that. But uh, at at at, the, at uh, particularly this fight, a lot of people said, "Yeah, really bad referee," and he had to come come in. And the thing is, when I come in too early, and the fighter is still standing. You you know what will happen is gonna get really crazy because it's way too early to get it. Mm-hmm. These are professional fighters. You cannot come in too early, uh, so you have to really know when to come in. When do you stop a fight? Uh, another fight I I did I did the ones uh, Adek Boy versus Plazibat, and Adek Boy at that time the Romanian guy was the number three of the world and he got knocked down, and for me. At that moment, I started counting and I thought, can I call him out? Because he's the number three of the world and Plazibat was a coming, coming, coming man. Or can, will I let him continue the fight? So I was counting until eight and I still said that he was not making contact with me. And that's a really important call for me, uh, a responsibility. Will I let him continue the fight and with the chance that he really will get knocked out? Or I'm going to call him out. And I looked at him and I said, show me your hands. And I, I punched uh, with my hands on, on his gloves and his arm arms fall, fell down. And at that moment, I said, no. Yeah, no resistance, right? No, no resistance. I said, no, I'm going to stop the fight. And later on, the supervisor came to me and he said, it was such a good goal, uh, su- such a good call. It was really good that you stopped the fight. Mm-hmm. And that... These these small things, call it small, makes difference because it doesn't have to make a difference if a fighter is uh, the number one and the number ten. If yeah. you think uh, uh, the the safety, uh, the danger is too high, the, 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 you have to stop the fight. You have to make the call, and that's one thing the referee has to be uh, uh, certain of. Yeah, these kind of calls are uh, especially at glory because uh, yeah. It, it, it's it's a big stage uh, and there are so many people watching uh, but also so many people who yeah like trainers family uh, want their uh, yeah their their lo- beloved one to to win the fight yeah, yeah that's a difficult one uh, but yeah that shouldn't be uh, to have a problem uh, a difficult a difference for for a referee because you have to make the call now, do you think it benefits you in those situations that you were a fighter yourself? I think because I fought on a big stage, uh, I fought a lot of uh, big fighters, and I think uh, I have another look 
because of my uh, fighter career. Uh, so I think it 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 definitely benefits, but it, it could also be be uh, in a, in a, in a, uh, not not a good way because you might be thinking about yourself as a fighter. But yeah, this time is different, and everybody has has his own mind uh, mindset. And uh, but I think yeah, it, I think it definitely helps that I was a fighter myself. Now that you're a referee, you're you're a coach. Is it hard to be a fan of fighters now for you? <laughs> uh, well, so uh, let's say next week I'm I'm moving. Uh, no, I'm not moving. I'm going to Bulgaria. Yeah. And uh, 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 Badrhari is there. Badr is fighting there, and uh, he's wanting. Uh, I'm also a fan, like a lot of fighters and also referees are a fan of, of his fighting style mm -hmm. uh, and um, I, it could be that I'm be there, I will be refereeing him I'm a professional so I so so uh, I, I that I can do I can separate these things so in the ring for me that's no problem if he gets down I'm gonna count him if if it uh, if I need to count him out I'm gonna say you're out uh, you cannot uh, continue the fight but uh, Yes, it's not for me. For me, because I'm 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 doing this for over more than 20 years, mm -hmm. and I, I've done so many fights, even friends of mine. <laughs> so um, uh, uh, no, I can I, I can't separate these things because I'm a professional, and although I'm a fan of some fighters, a, a lot of fighters, I can be the professional in the ring, and I have to be because it's the biggest stage, and if you're not being uh, a professional, then it it can be the last time that you're going to be there. But yes, yeah. If you, if you, let's say like Glory, there are so many big fighters. Yeah, of course you're going to be a fan of one of them if you're a kickboxing fan. And and one of them uh, is 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 Badr Hari, but not only Badr Hari. I've refereed many fighters at Glory or other stages, uh, which I uh, where I was a fan of, still a fan of. Uh, but 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 yeah, in the ring. You have to be a professional and do your work and uh, yeah, separate these things. You ever have to count a friend? Yeah. <laughs> what was the conversation like after? Uh, uh, nothing, because he needed the count. You know, because at the end, it, it, safety is the most important. And uh, when I when I started kickboxing, uh, no, when I was a fighter, uh, and at the same time a referee. You you knew every almost everybody because uh, you, you refereed so many fights. You train. You see many people, uh, uh, and and yeah, you you yeah, you need to be uh, a professional in one way and the other way. Uh, still can be friends. And if a, if a friend of you gets knocked down and you not give him the eight count because he needs to come back and take a rest, yeah, and he gets knocked down uh, after, then yeah, then you'll have a bigger problem. So, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, all the friends I have count for, uh, we're still friends, let's say, let's say this. All right, that's fair, that's fair. Now, but before I get you out of here, first off, where can our fans find you on social media or follow you? I have Instagram, Yusufit Amsterdam. My Yusufit is my uh, company where I give my lessons, and I have a, a small uh, 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 down and then Amsterdam. There are in, uh, on Instagram. They can find me. So Yusufit Amsterdam. They can follow and see. Uh, yeah, all glory kickboxing and and uh, 
and and uh, my trainings. Okay, now you're Dutch of Moroccan heritage, so you must have a very interesting cuisine. I myself love bami goreng, if you know what that is. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know <laughs> okay, my father used to make I, that. I, <laughs> okay. Yeah, my my wife is from Indonesia, so I Oh, know there you go. Going. There you go. There you go, right? I love it. I love it. So, yes, if, yes. if you want to like sit down and have a real comfort meal, what do you have? Uh, let's say couscous. Ah. You know couscous? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. <laughs> There's a Moroccan uh, Moroccan food with couscous with a lot of vegetables and 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 chicken. Uh, well, my mother makes the best, so uh, if she makes it, I, I definitely go there as soon as I can. I love couscous. And my, kid, my kids also. So, yeah. That now would for, be the number one. For people who don't know, there's a large community of Moroccans in in uh, Netherlands, correct? Yes, yes. Where do you get the best Moroccan food in, the, in, in Amsterdam? Oh, that's a good question. Here's a, here's a chance uh, yeah. for a sponsorship right now. Here you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, but I still have to talk with them first. <laughs> yeah, but there, there. Uh, yeah, I, I, I can't name just one. Uh, there, there are so many spots. Uh, to be honest, when I eat Moroccan food, uh, the best at, at mom's house. <laughs> but there are so many. I, I can't name one. I, I don't know. You have Biladi. You have uh, Jenna. You have so many, so many Moroccan restaurants in in the Netherlands, in in uh, in Amsterdam. And to name one, yeah, it's really difficult to name one. Okay, okay. So you're you're being fair. You're being nice to them all. Basically, that's, <laughs> yes, a, that's yes. a political answer. Just, just, just try them all. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no worries. So, what's the next event you'll be refereeing at? Yeah, so the first one, uh, a small event coming Saturday. It's in the southern of uh, the Netherlands in Limburg, and next week in Bulgaria, where Badr is fighting a Glory. And after, I think, the collision in uh, in Arnhem, the big uh, glory event where Rico's fighting. Okay. And these are pay-per-view events, correct? Yes. All yes, right. Yes, yes. So, yeah, if you want to see some of the best kickboxing in the world, bar none, definitely tune in to glory. Definitely. Yes. Definitely. And they're exciting fights, right? If you are a fan of striking, I've said this a number of times I've mentioned it when talking about 1FC. I've mentioned it when talking about Glory. you got to tune in to kickboxing. There, there's a lot of mixed martial arts fans that are just beginning to find out about kickboxing, and it's time that they took a little more attention because yeah, you won't be disappointed. <laughs> yeah. Yes, watch these fights. Watch Glory fight because there are so many spectacular fights coming up. And let's say the collision is a really big event and really one-by-one one big good fights. So watch them. Definitely. 100%. Yusuf, good having you on, buddy. Yes, thank you. Thank you for having me. It was a nice, uh, was a nice conversation. <laughs> oh, yeah, for Thanks. sure. Thanks for tuning into the podcast. For even more of your favorite sports content, be sure to visit the website www.prosportspodcasters.com. On our website, you will find our sports blog, full podcast library, access to our YouTube channel, and deals from our affiliate partners. You can also sign up to become a PSP Insider and get exclusive access to our insider tips, sponsor giveaways, and insider newsletter. So don't miss out on the full Pro Sports Podcasts experience, where no sport is left behind.